We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome back to No Other Pod. This one's going to be a little different. Uh, we, hey, we're here. We're here, man. We don't so got the here. corona. Piss off, corona. That we know of, at least. We but we're social distancing, so that's good. Um, <laughs> I'm Jimmy. He's Dan. Uh, this is No Other Pod. And uh, as many, if not all of you know, this is a Sporting KC podcast. And it's uh, it's tough to talk Sporting KC or Major League Soccer when... There's no sport in KC or Major League Soccer to talk about, and right? uh, at, what do you want, as, what do you yeah. even talk about? <laughs> you know, that's that's sort of the question that you know we're dealing with one hour per week on a, a weekly basis. Places like ESPN are dealing with 24 hours a day, seven days a week, with no sports out there right now. Um, right. WWE is replaying old matches during right. their live shows. It's like, what, what are you doing? <laughs> you know, Dana White was the last one out there saying, nope, UFC is going to go on. It will take a total country shutdown for us to to not have our UFC fights. And wouldn't you know it, just a couple days after he says that, UFC postpones or cancels their upcoming matches. So this is truly Did affected. They? Yeah. I didn't see that. This has truly affected just about every possible sport or sporting event mm. out there. Um, that sucks, man. UFC was my last uh, saving grace. I was like, okay, I still watch fights on the weekends. That's good. Yeah, nope, not not doing that Damn. anymore either. So we're going to get into all of this. We're going to talk about sort of how it's affecting us personally, you know, what yeah. we're doing in the meantime. Um, but, you know, we do want to... Have a little wanna, fun here as well. Yeah, we do want to try to at least bring some sense of normalcy to the podcast. And one thing that we like to do to start off every podcast is read our reviews if we got any new reviews and we got a couple new ones this week so dan take it away we got them bro we got two new reviews i knew this would happen too i knew some people would trickle over because the new season started up everyone's really excited before this uh plague hit us you know but uh dude this is from richmond s and it says everything you want from a fan run spo dot 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 i assume it's sports podcast uh (laughs) But it's it's five stars, Richmond S. Thanks. Thank you, brother or Thank sister. Uh, when it comes to podcasts about your favorite sports team, you want enthusiasm, insightful content, and criticism where it's due. No other pod deliver on all accounts. The guys are funny, excited, and genuinely care about the team they support. 
well worth your time if you're a fan of Sporting Kansas City or even if you're just looking to learn more about what's going on with the team from an outside perspective. High praise. High praise by good people. That's very kind words. Yeah, he, you know, he or she, Richmond, um, one thing that they mentioned in this review that I actually do think we're pretty good at and and I'm proud of us for is we're there to support the team no matter what, but that doesn't mean just like blind compliments. And I do think that we are pretty good. And, you know, fans can be emotional and and we try to be, you know, we can definitely get emotional, but we try to be as measured as is reasonable from a fan run podcast. But I do think we do a pretty good job of, of balancing sort of what's just like pure emotion and maybe not worth getting worked up about, but also talking about things that are actually worth being frustrated or upset about. And so I am proud of that, you know, and, and I, I think our, I'm, I'm glad to hear our listeners appreciate that too. Oh, the day we're, the day we stop doing that, you'll know we're getting some kind of paycheck of some sort. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, go. yo, oh, you working for the club now? I see. <laughs> uh, so on to the next one, Sporting Can Yes City. Yes, in all caps. There you go. I dig it. The Yes <laughs> movement, alive and well. This is from the original Chilarome, or uh, Chilarome. I don't know. I dig it. I'm a relatively new listener, and I have to say I'm very happy with the podcast that Dan and Jimmy put together. It's informative. It's fun. It's humorous. It's insightful. In short, it's everything I want and need from a Sporting KC podcast. There's no other club like SKC, and there's no other pod like this one. Thanks for keeping me connected to the team after I moved away. Dude, first of all, uh, we're just insightful all over the place. It's informative. <laughs> I see the word insightful in both those reviews. That's pretty awesome. I didn't see Richmond say that uh, that we were humorous, so that's okay. But I can, I can really relate to this, man, of uh, trying to keep connected after you move away, uh, when I, I lived in Chicago for two years and I, you know, I, I never felt more disconnected, you know, but we still did this podcast and, uh, try to stay up as much as I can. So that's cool that we're able to bring that to the OG Chilarome. In some ways, I think that's almost the genesis of this podcast and the reason it exists, because I honestly, you know, I've never thought about it this way. I'm just kind of thinking about it right now as, as we're talking, but I wonder if this podcast exists if you and Marissa don't move away to Chicago. And I'm not sure it does because Hmm. part of the reason I think that we started it is, you know, you move away to Chicago and, you know, you and I are texting constantly about, you know, sporting KC stuff, talking about sporting KC stuff. And that just kind of naturally evolved into why don't we start this podcast? But like, I don't know. I mean, I guess it's a question for you. If you guys would have stayed in the Kansas city area and it's not just, you know, obviously you have other sporting friends you're talking to, but you know, there are many more sporting people around in the Kansas City area than there are in Chicago. Maybe you sort of spread that sporting talk out a little bit more, and maybe we never come up with the idea to start a podcast. I don't know. Yeah, so. I do have some other sporting friends. I do cheat on you with Chris from time to time. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> you know, I, Chris is fine. I like Chris. Well, enough, Chris, and he comes to me for that Chris insightful in little, conversation. You know, yeah, Chris. Chris can come in and we'll you know have a little you know three way conversation at times, and that's fine. You know, we're all, we're, we've agreed to have an open podcast relationship in that way. (laughs) So. (laughs) No, that's interesting though. That's a nice what if scenario, man. Uh, Yeah. But it's cool. I'm glad we did this and I'm glad we're kind of giving it back to someone else who has since moved away. So hope they move to uh, West Virginia because there are zero coronavirus cases in West Virginia. (laughs) Well, yeah, that's for now. That's what they say. I have my doubts, but. (laughs) We all got it. We all got it, man. You know what? And I start thinking. By the way, this podcast is going to be way more random than usual because we're just 
going to be all over the place. So and the that's structure, saying something. <laughs> who gives a shit, right? But we're, yeah. we're I, I, you see people not social distancing and all that and, and physical distancing, really. And, and why don't they, uh, if they did that for just two weeks, this thing might die away and we can all still have our weddings um, and, and still go on vacation and not have to worry about all this uh, potentially, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it certainly would help. I know they're talking about it's going to take a matter of weeks to actually see if the social distancing affects the curve, as they're talking about. You hear the term flatten the curve, and really what that means yeah. is, you know, if we all go about our daily lives as normal and don't do anything, sure, we're all going to get infected quickly, and many of us will recover quicker, but the problem is there will still be too many people that go into the, the hospitals and into the healthcare system, um, and, and the healthcare system simply won't be able to, to help them all, and it'll collapse, and that's sort of what's happening in Italy right now is they're literally having to make decisions. Do I save this person or do I save this other person because I can't save both of them? And right, it's almost like war back in the day. Right. Like, oh, I got, or you know, the Titanic, women and children first. I mean, it's crazy that that it's kind of on that same lines. And we never want to be in a position where we have to say, I can no longer help anybody who's over eighty because I have to prioritize people who are under fifty because they have longer to live. Like, that's just not something that we should be doing. Uh, and so we have to all do our part social distancing as as you've heard all over the place i'm sure to you know regardless if we are going to be the ones that are hospitalized or not because chances are if you dan or if i get it or many of our younger listeners get it we either won't even know that we have it no. or it'll feel like a cold and we'll go on about our daily lives and and we'll be none the wiser oh yeah dude i'm so but healthy like i is... fight it off no problem my <laughs> immune system's freaking great way better than anybody right. else listening there you go. But the problem is that doesn't mean that we're not carriers and that we won't infect people who are vulnerable. And we both have people in our families, and I'm sure all of our listeners do as well, who are either elderly or are immunocompromised because of some sort of illness, be it cancer or otherwise. And it's our responsibility to do what we can and hunker down and try to social distance and cancel our plans for a period of time to try to protect the more vulnerable populations. So. Yeah, man. It's crazy. Now, we're not scientists. We just read. You know, we don't, we try not to read stupid social media posts because right. so much uninformed crap up there, dude. Right. So much uninformed crap. Um, you know, but people that are like, <laughs> I, I'm known to make light of a terrible situation because I'm not good with handling sadness <laughs> or being scared. So I use humor as my mask. And it's always been known, it took my wife many years to understand this about me. And she's like, I get it. I get it. You, you, you sound like an asshole because you're scared. All right. People handle it pretty much. And so I feel like, I don't know where I was going with this, but, uh, Oh, people that are like, Oh, this is a, it's a media thing. Oh, the Democrats, this is the liberal agenda. And I'm just like, huh? Le- yeah. yeah. CDC gives a shit about who's in, in office trying to save lives out here and you think it's a a media thing yeah when's the last time every sport shut down and then you got these idiots that are like oh well the swine flu yeah swine flu was pretty bad too uh i gotta be honest i don't really remember it that well because i think it was over a decade ago but it was, uh, yeah a while ago you know i don't know this but this is a big deal and if we all just treat it as such i mean my work's having us all work from home they wouldn't do that right if it wasn't serious um yeah. And I, I think about that and I'm like, dude, I'm fortunate that they even allow it 
because there right. are so many people right now. Uh, oh my God, I think about servers who live off of tips, mm-hmm. off of their high dollar restaurants and stuff like that, and those those are done. Those yep. are done for weeks, man. Yep. And I'm my just aunt. happy, like places like Walt Di- uh, Walt Disney World and stuff, they're still paying their employees, and that's crazy. Yeah. And that's good. Um, but I do know there's people like my youngest brother, Eddie. He works at a small cafe in Los Angeles. Wow. And, uh, you know, one of the things he said when the order came down to, you know, shut down dine-in service at all um, bars and restaurants in Los Angeles, which has since, you know, sort of crept all over the country, including Kansas City, is he wasn't questioning whether it was a good move or not. He knew this is something that we have to do. But his immediate next thought is, how am I going to make money to pay for rent? And so, right. you know, this is this is something that's affecting everybody. And, and they do allow for uh, takeout and drive-through uh, meal service at many of these places. And, you know, I understand that many people are probably hesitant to even do that because sure. I, I don't know if that's something that I will want to do or not either. Maybe after I eat boxes of macaroni and cheese for the next 27 days, I'll be like, okay, I'm going to go get a takeout pizza. But I just would encourage you if you do get takeout or Grubhub or drive through um, and you have the means to, p- please tip these people generously and, and maybe tip them more than you normally would because particularly in a state like Missouri where minimum wage for a tipped job is like less than $3 an hour, they truly rely on tips for their livelihood. So, um, yeah, we're not going to, you know, talk from a soapbox this entire podcast but i, I you know it, it's hard and we're all processing this together um and it's just un, it, it feels like it feels like a movie like i wake up every morning yeah, and i'm like it feels is this weird real? man i'm just like I, I i've watched all the walking dead so i'm just like it's very similar to the zombie apocalypse i guess uh things the way it's just spreading i mean dude a week ago we did this podcast and we just kind of we just kind of threw it under the rug. We were like, oh, what's going to happen to that right. San Jose game, dude? Well, the they have to charter game. a flight to Atlanta. That's going to be crazy. And then, like, it's literally less than seven days later, and this whole podcast has changed. It's like, oh, we don't have Major League Soccer for the foreseeable future. Uh, NBA shut down. Major League Baseball's delayed. Right. It's bananas, dude. It was really, like, less than 18 hours after this podcast released. Because we released it, really it last was, Wednesday, yeah. and then you know we we record it Tuesday evening. We release it Wednesday, and we're all kind of like, okay, you know, like what's going to happen this weekend? But, Big you know, twelve tourney went, happened, yeah. Right? Are we going to play behind closed doors or not? But like, okay, I, none of us really thought, okay, we're not going to have soccer this weekend. And then less than eighteen hours later, boom, NBA season suspended, NHL season suspended. Next morning, Major League Soccer season suspended, and it's just like shit hit the fan and fast and it's almost and it all pretty much started because of rudy gobert the utah jazz player Um, (laughs) right and that's not not to blame i mean he did a lot of stupid things i'm not sitting here trying to blame him for our epidemic because i don't think he's responsible for the what's so funny is it's on video right and and that's 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 for life (laughs) and that's a perfect example of why social distancing is important but almost like it almost needed to happen this way because I don't know that people would have actually started taking it seriously until they saw like an explicit example of like, this is a literal video of a real life person, not just a model who didn't take it seriously and who spread it to other people. 
And now every single day we're hearing more and more NBA players are testing positive. And for well, somehow these NBA teams are able to get tests and results in less than 12 hours when the rest of us are out here like begging to get tested if we feel like we need to and can't do it for the life of us. But Well, you got to uh, be rich, bro. It's going to take you – you have to trade in 500 toilet paper rolls for a, a test. You know, that's it's currency yeah. now, for God's sakes. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I, I tweeted this out from – um, my personal Twitter, not that long before we started recording this, but, and this is not necessarily scientific or whatnot, but I think it, it does give some idea of, we don't even know what it is that we're facing because testing is so limited. But if you look at, so as of this recording, seven NBA players have tested positive for coronavirus that we know of, just uh, of those that have been tested. That's about one and a half percent of the total NBA player population, which is 450 players. If you just say, okay, well, if one and a half percent of the NBA has it, then like, does one and a half percent of the entire U.S. population have it? Because it's certainly possible. Business travel all over the place. The amount of people that interact with each other on a day-to-day basis is not that different from the NBA. One and a half percent of the U.S. population would mean 4.9 million people in the U.S. have it right now. And we don't know it. See, now I have a couple couple thoughts here. Um, First of all, I saw on Twitter... Here's me being morbid again. Uh, someone called it uh, the boomer remover. <laughs> I have seen that as well. I'm so sorry, with all due respect to any boomers who might be listening right now. Uh, I'm, I'm sure we're all familiar with the phrase, okay, boomer. And uh, it just made me laugh because I was like, what if this is nature's way of like ushering out the older crowd and ushering in the new generation? I'm like, that's some morbid shit, Mother Nature. Why would you do that? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, okay. that's... Yeah. Second thought is, I'm feeling like a hypochondriac to where I'm like, oh my God, is my throat closing up or have I just been talking too much? It's, yeah. oh, why does my head hurt? Is it because I just had a pint of ice cream? Probably the ice cream, but I'm pretty sure it's coronavirus. Like, that's, <laughs> that's all yeah. I'm thinking about. And it's so it's scary. scary. I saw a, uh, a funny... Um... A funny article that was online it might have been from like the daily mail or something like that in the uk it was from a few days ago but it was talking about liam gallagher who's one of the two people that started the band oasis and he's known for being a weird guy but the headline was <laughs> liam gallagher thought he had coronavirus but then just realized his house was hot and i'm like yeah people are kind of going crazy <laughs> because they're like oh my god i feel hot i have a fever and then they're like no i just my thermostat's at 84 degrees okay I oh god coronavirus. Um, As a homeowner, I'm like, you better turn that down to 68. (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, like, even me, like, okay, I was in LA uh, at the end of February for my youngest brother's birthday, February 24th. We went to Disneyland. It hadn't yet boomed here that we knew of, but like Wuhan, China was already quarantined. And then the day after I'm at Disneyland, I start getting a little tickle in my throat. And all of a sudden now I'm like, oh my God, like I've flown. Like, did I have coronavirus? And I'm like, well, no, I've never had a fever. I've never had a cough. But you like, might not show symptoms. Right. I, I, went, I did go to the doctor and they checked me out. They didn't recommend I get tested. They said they think I have a sinus infection because my, ne- oh, my wow. head was congested and all that. So like part of me is like, okay, that's good. That makes sense. And then the other part yeah. of me is like, what if? Like, we truly don't know. Yeah, they so, don't know. They, they said, don't get tested. And it's like, okay, I'm going to believe what the doctor said. But you could have given it to people at work, man. It's just the way it is. Well, I've been working from home ever since I went into the doctor. Just 
one because uh-huh. I haven't been feeling well and they've been telling people if you're not feeling well don't go in and two it's like like I said before I have people in my life who I cannot be the one to transmit this disease to them because they may not make it. So I'm trying to do right. my best to social distance. And I ha- I was supposed to go out to Oregon in two and a half weeks for my cousin's bachelor party. We were going to be in the middle not of nowhere, anymore. Oregon camping. And we're not doing that anymore because none of us feel comfortable flying and, and bringing this virus potentially to or from someplace to well, where it is Think about this stuff, already. man. People can't bury their their fathers or anything or their grandmothers because you can't have more than 10 to 50 people in a gathering because it's outlawed by, you know, the governor. Right. It, it's banned. So, I mean, like funerals, you know, you can't keep someone on ice to have a funeral. You just got to, what, have a funeral with two people? That sounds sad. Yeah. And, I mean, I know this is, uh, yeah, this is a very personal thing for, for many people. Um, and. That's, Weddings too, man. Everyone's like, oh my God. You know, those venues, you think those venues are going to give you your money back? They're right. ruthless. Right. It's, you know, in my cousin's case, fortunately, his wedding isn't actually until, it's not supposed to be until the end of August. So we have time to reschedule a bachelor party and, and, and we have time to try to get this under control. But we also don't know, is this going to be under control by August? We truly don't know. Dude, so. I don't know, man. I'm just like, is this the moment? Uh, I buy a gun. I don't know. <laughs> Shoot the virus. No. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> well, I mean, here's the thing. People aren't at a state of panic. Everyone's just scared. But I'm like, you see in the movies, dude, the way people riot. You ever seen the movie Hot Rod? You ever seen that with Andy no, Samberg? I haven't seen that one. Okay, there's a moment where they're all like walking to the event at the very end and the whole freaking town just riots because they're all it escalates very quickly and they're bashing out store windows and stealing TVs and I'm like that's some shit that could happen if this coronavirus gets any further man you know with yeah. stores being closed and stuff I mean Looting people breaking into problem. banks yeah. yeah banks are closing their lobbies right now so they're yeah. just gonna pass their filthy money through a drive through well yeah money is so freaking gross I mean you probably know better than imagine. anybody I mean, yeah, I, I did, dude. I got sick the first week I ever worked at a bank. I was like, probably because my immune system, like, what what are you doing to me? <laughs> what right, is this? Yeah. yeah, it's just, it's weird because it feels like the end of the world and it's not the end of the world. Like, we will get through this and it's going to suck. Um, you all got to pull together. Like, we can't shame people either. I mean, I know I make jokes, but we can't, like, be like, oh, you're so foolish. You're so stupid. Like, no, we need to educate each other and, like, be there dude because my heart really goes out to people who don't have a spouse um who don't have a pet who don't have video games you know someone right. to talk to elderly on a daily people basis. who are on their own who might not have kids and don't have a spouse sure. for one reason or another yeah because at the very least say you're home alone and, and you at the very least dude you can hop on xbox and pwn some kids you know right. what i mean yeah <laughs> teabag yeah. them on halo you know <laughs> well uh i don't play halo anymore <laughs> but uh, <laughs> is that not a thing <laughs> yeah, but you know it's okay. I don't play Fortnite either. I don't, I'm, I jump on FIFA. I, I can either. build a hell of an ultimate team. Um, I'm no good at FIFA, man. Check out that Ico Para new uh, MLS card. I'm saying best center back in the game. But oh um, I don't know if you saw it. You're not a FIFA guy, are you? But not uh, really. I didn't even buy this year's. Yeah, well, you know, EA kind of messed up a lot of things this year, and it, I don't know if I'm gonna play it next year because they just make it a ridiculous ordeal anymore but Icopara came Seems out with like the, it's uh, just the same 
Well, they came out with an Icopara card. He's an 88-rated center back. 92 pace, 87 defense, 92 physicality. Okay, that's pretty good, actually. I do know about player cards and, like, attributes and stuff like that, but uh, that's pretty high for an MLS player in general. Yeah, it's one of those where, like, so they have, they're called squad building challenges where you have to, like, put, like, basically a whole team under certain, like, chemistry requirements together and you trade it in for, like, a reward pack. The way you get this Icopara card is you have to do one of those for every single MLS team. So, basically, you have to build a team of... 11 starting players for every single MLS team and trade that in. And then once you do that for all 20, however many teams, then you can get the Psycho Park card. So it's hard, but... Oh, so, so you made it work. You had, you had some downtime, made it happen. Right. Yeah, now the funny thing about this is uh, they gave him a 48-rated uh, shot number. And uh, a lot of people are kind of bagging on Ike. They're like, 48, that's generous. And even uh, Patrick Bergabo, who's Sporting Casey's uh, communications manager... Um, he tweeted out this video of Ike uh, against RSL in the Western Conference semifinal where Ike's above the uh, the box and tries to shoot it on frame, and he just, like, shoots this thing out of the stadium. And he's like, 48 shooting? No. Not even close. So uh, it, I think I retweeted that one, but it, it's pretty funny. But, I mean, you know, I guess this so is leads... So fair? Oh, go yeah. ahead. I, was just gonna, I guess this leads to a different conversation is, like, you know, we're able to use video games like you were saying as an escape because you and I like playing video games, but you know, just try to think about ways you can be there for people who might not have video games or might not have uh, friends or, or family members. And maybe there are creative creative. ways to help people go grocery shopping. I don't know. Yeah, man, I've had to get creative because I I, I like to utilize my time, my weekends mainly to go to movies. Um, I'd always Mm -hmm. see like the newest movies, assuming they got decent reviews and stuff. I'd go check them out especially the Oscar season and everything. But uh, AMC shut down, man. AMC, uh, they said up to 12 weeks. And uh, so I was like, well, I guess I could finally finish Arrested Development on Netflix that's just been sitting there with like eight episodes left for over a year. And uh, then Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, might as well knock that out of the out of the park as well. So, But here's, here's something else, man. This is going to bring me to, I, I just want to ask you what you've been doing uh, to pass the time, but I started, I'm like nine episodes in. It's very brilliant to binge this show. Brooklyn nine, nine. Oh, I love Brooklyn nine, nine, bro. I never got into it. Big and I fan. just started the first season and nine episodes went by like that. Cause they're like 22 minutes long with, yep. you know, 45 second commercials on Hulu. And, uh, we love it, dude. We're laughing. We just relaxed, ate nachos and watched Brooklyn nine, nine. It's a great show. Yeah. We actually only got into that. Oh gosh, four or five months ago. So we're yeah. not that far behind us. But yeah, we we binged through all of it and are caught up to the current season. And it's a great show. It seems like it could be goofy as hell, and then they like actually arrest a criminal at the end. It's like, oh, it's kind of a legit cop comedy, you know? Yeah, it's pretty fun. The cast is great. I mean, it's it's oh, done yeah. by the same people who did The Office and Parks and Rec. So Parks and Rec, I saw that, and yeah. uh, The Good Place. I guess I've yet to watch The Good Place, but it's from the same producer from that. Yeah, I haven't watched that yet either, but it's on my list. And that is one thing I want to get to here in a bit is uh, what's on your list to watch, what's on your list to play and all that. Um, But I thought, you know, first we could, as news breaks literally right now, as we're recording, Kevin Durant's one of the NBA players who has tested positive for the coronavirus. Um, Wow. So 
it's uh <laughs> someone's someone just put out an all corona nba team and it's only people who are testing positive for coronavirus and it's uh it's this a pretty good crazy, team man and i see a ton of people on freaking instagram and stuff like showing them at the gym or at the bars and i'm like uh, you don't what are you doing like you're not you're not paying attention you're not listening this is why, why we have go to, to a have gym? these yeah this is why we have to have these sort of mandated shutdowns because people aren't listening like i saw I a video of say, broadway this is why we have no other pod <laughs> if i saw a video of broadway street in in nashville and it's just like bars are packed to the brim with people or disney you know you tweeted something like disney P- disney was packed the day before they closed and it's like what are you doing I, what's, people what's sad bro is if say i was there and had the tickets you don't get a refund i right. i'd probably be there too i'd probably be going yeah it's like sad to say punch me in tough. the face i don't care <laughs> It's tough, but like John Oliver did a little thing this week on it and he was like, yes, this sucks. I totally that. get that your plans are, are going to have to change. And like I had to change my plans too and I didn't want to and it sucks. But he's like, take 30 seconds and scream and shout and complain about it and like just get that all out of you <laughs> and then realize like, okay, there are did bigger you hear him things go to off worry about. About what, how Liverpool deserves the championship. <laughs> <laughs> I am all about let's cancel the season because I think it would be hilarious as an Everton fan to rob Liverpool of their title. I mean, if MLS gets canceled, uh, sporting wins supporter shield and we will eat that up. That is how that (laughs) works. I mean, if we're, we're looking at that, does KU get national championship when they were rated number one in every ranking system there is? I know every other basketball fan in the world, it will be pissed. But as a KU fan, I'm like, yeah, the answer is yes. Pull a UCF, raise your own national championship banner. Yeah, right. So start I mean, there's already shirts out there, like unauthorized, non licensed NCAA shirts, but I I have not bought one. I'll be honest, I have not bought one. Yeah. It's uh I don't know, it's just such a weird time. Um But we do, you know, we do have some questions from fans and I did see um one of the things that we've been talking about uh, is, is actually a question that Matt Doyle tried to answer on MLSsoccer.com, which was if and when Sporting KC hit the field again, it's likely that Felipe Gutierrez will be 100% healthy. Um, which midfielder do you think he replaces? And Doyle said pretty much what we've been saying is that, like, well, obviously it can't be Gadi Kinda, and Roger is still kind of irreplaceable, so maybe it's Ilya, even though they're not like for like. And it's just, you know, he also says that it'll vary game by game because Peter has so much depth at the midfield. So, I don't know. feels kind of weird to talk about that right now because it's like, are we even going to get a season? But Right. Can't really talk much about it at all. I thought he was going to address the question of what happened to FC Dallas's Twitter. <laughs> oh, my God. It just straight up disappeared. <laughs> Where'd they go? Um, I, now they're just back. They didn't even address it. They're just back. I I I have heard from a source why it happened. And oh, something you can't discuss? Well, I don't think it's public information yet, but I'll say it. The, from what I understand, the re, the reason FC Dallas's Twitter got suspended is because they set their birth date for the account as too young on like for what Twitter's terms are. So Twitter <laughs> looked at them as if they were like a child that wasn't old enough and deactivated their account until they addressed it. How is that even how are they too young? Wouldn't their birth date be 96? Well, were they were they in 96? Were they a 
they weren't a founding team, were they? So what I think happened based on what I, I don't know this. This is now this part is me speculating. Based on the way that they are tweeting now, it seems like maybe they got some, a new social media admin because this new person <laughs> and they deleted whoever, it. Well, whoever the new person is is telling people like, "Oh, it seems like the old admin had you muted, so I'm going to unmute you or whatnot." So I'm wondering if they got a new admin and they were ch- like they changed their birthday to like the date they got hired as like a joke, uh, and then Twitter was like, "Oh, you're four years old. You don't get a Twitter." And so, they were, yeah, I was going to say they were a charter club in '96, so that yeah. wouldn't make any sense. Dude, that <laughs> that would be weird. Like, um, you you're not old enough to be on here. All right. <laughs> so wow. that's what I've heard. Um, I hope from, that's true. Yeah, but kind of funny. Anyways, but we we well, did I got get some questions. Yeah, go on. What do you got though? Oh, I I don't have anything. I was just just bants. Just just gonna <laughs> go back and forth and banter a little bit. Um, let, let's get through some of these questions here. You know, at least one of them is uh is well, two of them are soccer related. Um, so let's kind of touch on some of those. Um, no other club SKC has asked. When soccer resumes, do you think SKC well, will break helpful. the single? Yeah, really. So if soccer resumes, do you think SKC will break a single season goal record for the club itself or for the league? Um, assuming we play 34 games. And then he says, you know, the last three top goal scorers um, for the club were Gerso, uh and, and Shallowy um, and Felipe. And they haven't even started really. And... Gotti Kinda and Polito already have seven. So Nah son. This is this is horrifying because we were on such a good good little roll, you know, seven one plus six goal differential. And uh what's what can either happen here if they add these games in, if the season starts back up, they either try to throw them in at the end and uh, you know, push MLS Cup to December, like the like the good old days, or uh they try to throw these games in on uh to, on on occasional Wednesdays, occasional midweek games, which I'm like that seems more plausible. But now you're looking at injuries, and now you got people being quarantined. I mean, we're watching Roger juggle toilet paper with his feet. Uh, I'm seeing <laughs> seeing other guys put their hands behind their back and lay on their stomach and try to get up. Part of me was like, yeah. I should try that, but part of me's like, no, that's stupid. And then Graham Zusi is sending out videos of his dog humping a stuffed animal. <laughs> They're going yeah. nuts. They yeah. they can't practice. They can't train. So any any scoring record we have, no one's scoring any more than Zeusy's dog scored with that stuffed animal. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, <laughs> it was bad. I sent you that. I was just like, dude, what? Zeusy's lost it, and you just said, <laughs> "LOL, what?" <laughs> oh my god. Um. So I will say n- nothing has been officially confirmed, but I am here. That's a Coos rant right there. Yeah, there, people want the Coos rant right now. Coos that was a good one. Was, they got um, my face hot. I might have coronavirus. <laughs> Quote of the pod this week will be no one scoring any more than Zeusy's dog scored with that stuffed animal. <laughs> um, what I have been hearing, and this is in no way confirmed, but it is much more likely at this point that if the season is resumed, it will be a truncated season. It will not be a 34-game season. Wow. And I think that kind of just, if you look at the logistics of how it would work, they're now saying don't gather in groups of 10 or more for the next 12 weeks. That takes us into June, the middle of June. That's three months of not having soccer. 
how crazy, how would you be able to fit three months worth of games into basically an extra month if you took the season into December? Because you got to have some sort of off season. You got to give people basically January, February. So I just I don't think we're gonna if we get anything. I, f- I feel like maybe they cut out all of the non-conference games and you just try to only play teams in your conference and determine the seedings that way. I don't know. Well, so. I'm, I'm doing my daily check-in of sporting players on Instagram, and Alan Polito is balancing a ball between his shoulder blades and trying to take off his T-shirt. Yeah, it makes sense. Bro, <laughs> what is happening? Also, well, he's like juggling train. in his living room, and I'm just expecting him to like launch that bar through his glass door and fly off the balcony into power and light. <laughs> right, yeah. I mean, they're not even allowed to train even like informally as a group together. Like The league has put a moratorium on on workouts that are more than one person that's true so. man alan Polito is the highest paid player in sporting kansas city history and is just sitting at home putting his hands behind his back trying to stand up <laughs> <laughs> it's a weird time man it's a weird time this is um, crazy well that that makes sense the truncated season i guess what would they do just scrap those games that are missed i guess so i mean they're they got a while to figure that out but um, right. I, I do know. Which like, I'm fine. The, I'm like, oh, we don't have to play Atlanta and Galaxy. Sounds good. <laughs> right. One of the the questions that a lot of people have asked is like, how is this going to affect similar to what we were saying about like the restaurant workers, but like the game day staff, those part-time hourly workers who probably rely on this income to support their families. Um, and, you know, a number of clubs, Orlando City, I know, being one off the top of my mind, I've already come out and said, we're going to pay our staff as if we had the games that we were supposed to have. And so that's very good. Wow. Um, I did reach out to Sporting KC and ask them if they were planning to do something similar. Um, I asked them probably within 24 hours of, of the season uh, suspension being announced. Um, at that time, they didn't have any comment, they said, because, and, and I don't think that should be taken as we're not going to do anything. I think it was more of a, we're trying we to figure out what's going on. We don't have a home game scheduled until March 28th, so we got time to figure this out. So um, I do know, like, if you look at some of the NBA players, or in, Mark Cuban, the owner of the Dallas Mavericks, has said they're going to pay their game day staff. Um, a lot of NBA players have come out and said that we're pledging a bunch of our salaries, $100,000, $500,000 to cover the salaries of the, the stadium workers when, when we can't play. I wouldn't be surprised if SKC does something similar. It's just going to take some time to figure out. So, That's knows, true, man. man. It's, uh, you know, you never think about the game day staff and, you know, how that might, uh, how that could affect them, you know, how, how that, that loss of income could hurt them. Yeah, yeah, it's it's gonna be tough for a long time for a lot of people because this isn't gonna be like a oh we go back to work in a week and a half. This is gonna change things yeah. for a while. I'm I'm I know I'm out for at least uh, till the end of the month and probably beyond. Like yeah. we don't even know. Like even Disney is like, well, we're we're done through the month, but yeah. it'll probably be beyond for them. I mean, because CDC was recommending like no gatherings for what two at months. Least at least 12 weeks. They said so, 12 weeks? Yeah. Well, that's, that's three what months. the latest guidance was, yeah. That's insane. I uh, my throat's closing up. I don't <laughs> like that one bit. It's it's nuts. And it feels like I'm able to work from home like you said like you are, but sure. it, it almost in a weird way it feels weird 
to be like... Well, this is how you get divorced, people, is when you're stuck at home working with your wife all day. No, <laughs> I'm just kidding. We're very good friends and have not fought more than twice. No. <laughs> <laughs> it is just weird, though, because even when you're working at home, like, I'm getting everything done here that I would otherwise. Sure. But it still it's is like... It's like, why do I need to go to the office ever? Why can't well, I just do this here? That is that is a question. I'll, let's just jump to this question now. We'll jump back to the one other soccer question we had in a second. But Kyle Orenberg, one of our OG listeners. K.O. Um, he asked, and I think this is a perfectly valid question, will this fundamentally change how we work and go to school as a nation? If everything works fine with the extreme social distancing, it's hard to then go back to the rigid way where things were with school and work attendance. That's interesting. Because, dude, I started thinking, like, I was a music major in school, and I'm like, now how the hell are you going to have your music classes from home? How am I doing my voice lessons, my choir classes, my, my brass methods where we play trumpet in a group, you know? Right. Like, how are you going to do that? So not every class can do that. But no. Kyle has a good point, man. I think it does start to change things. And, you know, I, I'm already allowed to work from home twice a week anyways, but all this is proving is that I can do it five times a week. <laughs> Yeah, and, and, you know, I've always been one that's like, I think we're way too rigid in sort of our expectations for people. Technology is at a point where if you can work from home, we should allow that more often. I'm not saying there's never a place for working in the office because I think, one, I would like a place to be able to go um, at least occasionally uh, because I think there is something to be said for separating your work and home life. But I do think that, so many times we force people to be like, you have to be at this desk from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Monday through Friday, every day, every week. And it's like, well, maybe we don't need to be. And maybe there is a way that we can come out of this and, and loosen up just a bit where we can be happier, healthier people and maybe make something positive out of a really bad situation. I don't know. I mean. True. It, it is know, weird a- that my manager has chosen to still do video uh, meetings in the morning. So I'm like, okay, interesting. Well, get pants on. You still got like eight fifteen meeting, right? So naturally, <laughs> I, pants I threw on. on. You just need a nice shirt, <laughs> right? I threw on my alternate Germany jersey today since it was green and it's St. Patty's Day, <laughs> and uh, you know I think tomorrow maybe I'll find a fake mustache or something. I don't know. Every day needs to be something different something to keep different, us from yeah. getting sad. <laughs> yeah, you got to. Um, I mean, I did see also again. This isn't like something where I'm like, oh, this is good. It's not, but like. Have you started to see some of the pictures regarding pollution in China or in Venice where they're like, for the first time in conscious memory, the canals in Venice, Italy are clear and you can see fish swimming in the water that you never saw before. And you can because see the people sky aren't there to ruin in it? China. Yeah, well, because there, there's not just traffic and pollution going about. There's not boats and trash being thrown in, in the canals. Weird. In China, there aren't cars driving all over, so the skies are clearing up. Like, there are, you know, tr- potential... I don't I don't want to say benefits per se, because I don't think any of us would choose right. to have this. But, like, in a sense, we're giving the planet a short-term break, and we're kind of showing ourselves, like, if we made some true societal changes... Maybe we can start to reverse some of the effects of climate change that we've seen or, or environmental pollution. And, and hopefully, if nothing else out of all of this, we can take some of those lessons and apply them to our daily lives going forward. That's, so. a, that's, a, great, that's a great millennial way of thinking. 
that's uh, <laughs> that is that is not a Vanessa Hudgens way of thinking. Did you see this yeah. ex high school oh, musical B? Did you see yeah. this video she put out, man? Yeah. I was <laughs> like, you really said what? Yeah, you, you must have lost your relevancy these past few years. But I I, I can't believe she would say that. Say, Tell yeah, people would die. Said. But I don't. Well, I don't. I don't have the quote right in front of me. But what? Wasn't she just like uh, people are gonna die? It's inevitable. I don't. Right. I don't What's get it deal? or something like that. <laughs> yeah. And then she's like, "Oh, my words were taken out of context." No, no. Because then at the very end of that message, you said maybe I shouldn't be saying all this, and it's like, right? Were you high? <laughs> Here's the what, deal. What was going on? I don't know how your words can be taken out of context if you were the one that posted your words. Right. Like, did you take your own words out of context? It's not like someone read it and then made their own context. You spoke it. You had the inflection and the tone. Right. You created the context. You recorded you it. Doing? You watched it back and you were like, yep, I'm good with it. Send. Oh, she's bananas. Still love her. Still definitely do. Uh, <laughs> big high school musical fan over here. Uh, don't shame. But uh, I did yeah, our that gift was really... for you asking for questions. I thought of you when I did it. The we're all in this together. You did that? I because I did the dance when I saw you post that. So <laughs> <laughs> um, that's one thing I wish I was younger when that movie came out, so I could have auditioned for that. I was a little too old. Yeah. Oh well. It's uh. Oh, well. Maybe they'll do like a uh, like High School Musical thirty years later at some point. You can be in that one. <laughs> the reunion. <laughs> nice. Um, we do have one more soccer question that I want to get to before we get a couple other questions about just the general social distancing and isolation. Um, but Brendan M asks, can we hold this form of ours through who knows how long this break is? So I don't know. What do you think? It's tough, man. Sporting KC come out of this in form. Well, I've had some time on my hands, so I made sure to listen to all of the post game podcasts that are now on Spotify for some reason and not Apple pod at all. So I've been able to hear your luscious voice pissing off Peter Vermees. I um, haven't pissed him <laughs> off this year. Bro, some of the some of the questions you ask, or maybe some of his responses are just like you you know he's gonna he's gonna put you in your place when he starts the when he starts it with the words, Yeah, listen. It's like, no, no, Peter, I'm listening. <laughs> but he always goes, Yeah, listen, uh it's been two games. I'm not gonna get excited over two games. Uh and just every time he says it, when he goes, yeah, listen, I'm like, oh, boy, you done did it, Carter. And, but then it was you, and I was like, oh, Jimmy. <laughs> yeah, that but did happen. I wouldn't say you pissed him off, but he, he did reiterate, like, well, it's like I said last week. It's like, it's almost like he was saying to you, well, you didn't, you didn't hear my interview last week? You weren't there? Well, I was trying to say, okay, it's been twice the sample size you had last week, and it happened again. <laughs> it has to be exciting and encouraging. <laughs> So well, he basically says, you know, stop getting excited over two games. Uh, so when you say this form that we're in, that's a good question. How how many games does it take to get into a form, like yeah. quote unquote form? What constitutes form? My opinion, I don't know if two games is enough to be great form. Yeah, we're You're scoring goals, right. and that's sick. However, I'd say if we did it at Atlanta, I would have called that good form. So three games is that agreeable? Yeah, I think if you have a, a quote-unquote run of form over three games i think that's starting to be like okay yeah we're actually truly in good form or we're in poor form or whatnot i think you're right two games is is not really enough sample size to give um much of any information particularly against the one one of the games was in against the one team that was worse than you in the conference last year and the other game was in a historically bad road team and you were playing them when they were on the road 
Right. So, so I think you need like maybe three good wins. Uh, it it would have been nice had we, you know, got it at San Jose and at Atlanta and then came back home and uh, had LA Galaxy next, right? Yeah, I think they would have been, uh, yeah, uh, March, I forget when. 28th. 28th, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. It's, uh, but to answer the yeah. question, I don't, I don't know if we could have maintained it. Like this break, a break's nice if anyone has little knocks and injuries. I mean, we saw Polito go down at the end of that home match and, uh, came right back on. But I mean, still, something must have been bothering him to, to bring the med staff on. Yeah, honestly, what it'll be like if and when the season restarts, and it's probably looking at like mid June at the earliest at this point, it's going to be like starting the season all over again. And who knows what that means? Um, it's probably not good for Sporting KC necessarily because we were playing so well, but like it's going to, I mean, they're not able to train fully right now. They have to do individual workouts, which means they're not going to be game fit by the time they come back. And by the time they are allowed to start training again, you know, there's going to have to be a build up time before the games come again. So it's basically going to be like, You've gone through an entire off season after only playing two games. Everything you've worked on up until that point, from a fitness standpoint, even again, you know, with your best efforts, is going to go out the window. And so, you kind of got to start over. Yeah, I but, heard somewhere that for every day off you have in quarantine, you need a day of training. That's nuts. I don't know where I heard that from. Uh, it was in some podcast I was listening to. Maybe it was MLS. Maybe it was Men and Blazers. I don't know, but. Uh, that's interesting to say. I mean, every day off you have, you need another day of training to get back to where you were. That's craziness. Yeah. So, I mean, it makes sense, but like, that's a lot of days off and a lot of days of training. Exactly. So. And, you know, Disney World's kind of being optimistic about this whole thing by only saying that they're closed through March 31st. I expect them to be extending that pretty soon, wouldn't you say? Yeah, a lot of these places are saying, like, we're closing dining service and restaurants for the next two weeks. We're going to open up in two weeks or whatnot. And I think the vast majority of these, yeah, they'll be, well, because here's the deal. Let's say we get this under control, whatever that means, and we start to uh, see the total number of infections go down. It's going to go up for a a few weeks, and and they're saying that it's going to keep going up for at least three or four weeks. So that's why I don't think any of these places are opening it beginning of april but even let's say beginning of may comes around and these numbers start to go down a bit does that mean we all just kind of go back to life as normal because if we all just start going back to life as normal and then this thing comes back we got to just do this all over again and they say it's gonna be 12 months 18 months until we have a vaccine Um, i know say when it gets warmer it just it's gonna go away but and the I'm scientists like, are saying that's not going to happen. Yeah. Be- because, I mean, it's it's the summer in the Southern Hemisphere right now, and they have it. Do so, they? I thought yeah. Mexico had, like, no cases or nothing. I mean, Australia, they're in the summer. They got cases. Um, Mexico, like, it's, so much of it just depends on how much testing you're doing. If you're not testing, you're going to say you don't have it because you don't know. Um, right. But, you know, the scientists are saying right now there's no indication that this is going to slow down in the summer or anything. And even if it does, it really doesn't matter because then it comes back in the fall and we're right back here where, where we are again. So it's just, well, I know it's you're definitely hot about it because you've been tweeting the claps like you need to social distance. Like, I, I know <laughs> you're serious when you start throwing those claps in there. That's right. Well, just I, I just get really frustrated when I see, you know. <laughs> 
<laughs> at first, I was kind of getting frustrated at the people who are like, all these young people who aren't listening. And I was like, calm down. Because there are plenty of older people who are like, it's just the flu. It's just a cold. I'm going to do what I want. But then I How also are your see... parents? Do your parents say that? No. my They're taking it pretty seriously. Because um, mine aren't. My dad in particular, he's 75. Um, oh, wow. And he lives in Los Angeles. And so like, I called him yesterday. And I was like how are you doing and he's like i'm fine i was like have you had any of these symptoms and he was like no and i was like would you tell me if you did and he was like yes i'm not gonna mess around with it (laughs) he's like no (laughs) (laughs) and i was like okay um i was like you need to not go out of the house unless like i'm not trying to tell you like like you're a child what you should do but like my brother my middle brother robbie he he lives with my dad right now and i was like rely on robbie to go grocery shopping rely on robbie to do things that you don't have to be doing because it's not worth the yeah. risk. There so. you go. Yeah. And it's not an airborne illness. Thank goodness. But, uh, you know, my mom sent me this whole thing like, Oh, it's no different than pneumonia. I've had pneumonia. It's just uncomfortable. And I was like, mom, like my mom and dad are both 60. All right. Yeah. It's not, it's not 80, but I'm like, both of them were coming at me. Like, oh, this is just some media circus trying to scare us. I, my mom was like, I can't believe my Disney cruise was canceled. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry your Disney cruise was canceled. Would you rather die? Do you want to die, mom? Yeah. You could not pay it, me to go on a cruise right now. Yeah, and I kind of ignored everything because she, she really knows how to heat me up. And I, I could really get mad and go on one big binger. And I, uh, so I was just like, okay, well, you don't want to take it seriously, but other people are. So maybe you should. Well, and it's unfortunate because that's why we need. Yes, we are. Right. (laughs) That's yeah. Literally, we're doing it for our health. Yeah, we Um, are. That's why we need like the actual closures and laws and rules because otherwise people won't listen. And if people would listen, we'd get through this sooner. But people aren't listening. So she posted on Facebook about her cruise. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. People's grandparents are dying, but you want to go on some child's Disney cruise. You're an adult. What are you going on a Disney cruise for anyways? What are you going to do there? Besides probably get sick there, coronavirus or no coronavirus, because we all know cruises are big cesspools of sick. Cruise rant number You ever been on one? Have you ever been on one? I have not. I'm not going. I have No. no interest in going. So some person can just cough my way and now i'm sick in a damn cabin that's swaying on water 24 7 vomiting my insides out while my wife is upstairs tanning with some sweet cabana boy (laughs) (laughs) you know why would i go yeah it doesn't sound fun but i'm just just mad that people are so upset there's bigger things happening than your vacation being canceled right now do i hope i'm able to go to vacation in a couple months i really do am i am i optimistic about it I don't think so. I might have to postpone it. Yeah. Yeah. And it sucks. And it's kind of like what John Oliver said. Like, it's okay to be mad about that and frustrated. Like, it's human nature. Yeah, but, like, but get over it. Confine that to a short period of time and then realize that there are bigger things going on in the world than a Disney cruise. So, I don't know, man. Um, we're coming up on an hour. I do think we can save some of these questions for next week because... We are going to have a lot of weeks with no soccer to talk. Um, so well, This is probably one of the funnest podcasts we've ever had. I don't know. I, I just 
It's weird. Are we done? Are you trying to wrap up right now? I'm going to give us one more question, but I did just want to tell, you know, Scott Koppel, I see your question. Barbecue ranking lists, power rankings, great topic. <laughs> we'll save that for next week because we're going to get heated over barbecue power rankings. Probably. Um, so I do want to talk about that. I want to talk about a little bit more about what shows we're binging and, and movies and whatnot, but I think we can save that for next week because I know we're going to get heated over that too. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But maybe we end with this question from Drake Ewing because I think this is a, a fun one that might help some people over the next week. What are the top five board games, or if you can't think of five, just what are some top board games that you can play throughout our hibernation, is what he says. So Damn. do you have any favorite board games or anything, or, or some type of game that, that you guys like to play? You know, it's crazy. I wish, I wish I played more board games. I mean, I wish I was friends with like a local couple, and we had like a monthly board game night or something, you know. Um, yeah. I'm not able to have anyone over because my dogs are nightmares, but uh, it would... There are a couple games on the phone that my wife and I like playing. And one of them, I think you've probably heard of it. It's called Heads Up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Everyone knows about Heads Up. It's pretty great. But also, <laughs> there's this fun game called Space Team. Are you familiar with Space Team? I have not heard of that one. Bro, I think it's multi- like it's more than two people if you want, but we've just played it just the two of us, and your phones connect via Bluetooth or whatever. And uh, you were each giving each other directions to 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 fly this spaceship, and like I I have to tell her to twist the gonflable or whatever, and it's the names are insane, um, and you get frustrating because you're like oh I can't find it, and and your spaceship ends up crashing if you don't get it in time. Space team people, go look it up. It's incredibly addictive. It will ruin relationships. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll look that up. Um, I did just also want to read this. I just got someone sent this to me while we were recording this breaking news. Uh, Kansas Governor Laura Kelly is ordering the closure of all in-person K through 12 schools through the end of this school year. I just saw that as well. I was going to mention that. So it's that's uh, cr- this is pretty serious, dude, to say something like that. Yeah. And, and that's what but I don't like. What does that mean? I mean, aren't kids, will, will the mall stay open? Will kids just flock to the mall? Um, I don't, they shouldn't. I hope malls they close. shouldn't. I know um, my mom runs a cookie store in the Topeka mall. Uh, if you're in Topeka, you probably know the delicious cookies, cookies by Gala. Uh, but they, uh, she, she's like, yeah, all the kids are just going to flock to the mall. And I'm like, mom, then shut your store down. She's like, well, if the mall's open, we got to be open. I said, I'm sure that's not true. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's very strange. Um, I don't know. This is just such a weird time. So I have a friend who works for the Olathe School District, and I don't know. You know, Maybe I'll try to wow. get some information from him and see. <laughs> I did. He works in communication for him, and I texted him yesterday, and I was like, this is, this is wild. Like, this is crazy. And all he wrote back is, I want to retire. I was like, yeah, I don't blame Damn. him because this it, is not a fun time. It's weird, man. It's so weird. And I feel like, uh, I mean, I like it. I do like working from home. <laughs> I like it. I had to elaborate on that. I like this virus. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it's, uh, you know, I, I can see that if this goes on for a long time, we're all going to get have to get creative and not go stir crazy. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I, I was never a bar guy. 
I, I never liked really going out to eat anyway, so that doesn't bother me, but I used to be, and I right. know it probably bothers a lot of people. Yeah, we are going to have to get creative, and we're going to have to do things that we're probably not used to, and I guess getting back to the game thing, like last night, you know, I got on a video chat with my brother and his girlfriend and, you know, some of our family, and they play Dungeons and Dragons every week. And I've never in my life played Dungeons and Dragons. I don't know how it works. I don't understand it. But I was like, I got literally nothing else to do. Video chat me and sure, I will play. And so I was like, just pretend. I mean, it's yeah, it's kind of like you're playing a a board game, except you're like talking as if you're the character. So like my brother, he's the one who basically makes up the story for the game. And then you are just like, (laughs) talking as if like you're not physically moving around or anything but you're like right making decisions as if you're the character so i was like okay, what kind like, of character were you i was uh i did my best approximation of a baby yoda i didn't know if that was within the <laughs> rules of the game or not but he was like what kind of race do you want to be and i was like i want to be baby yoda and he yeah, was like, no baby yoda doesn't see race eddie all right <laughs> this he was robbie this was not eddie um, oh robbie gotcha yeah and he was like well you know, he, he, these are the different races allowed in Dungeons. And I was like, I don't know what that means, but I want to be Baby Yoda. <laughs> and he was like, okay. I've like never a, played either. Yeah. Did someone so, have to roll the die for you? I had a uh, virtual dice on my computer that I was rolling. <laughs> so, phenomenal. Yeah. But I mean, you know, I was like, okay, it's human interaction via video yeah. conference. What else and, are you going to do? Right. So go, go keep Pornhub in business or what? Uh, no. Um, that's a thing that's what people are up to Pornhub's crashing over here but getting back to the the game question I have no idea um, you know so you mentioned heads up and and there's a lot of good apps on phones and whatnot I have seen a lot of people mention Pandemic which is probably too on the nose for a lot of people but it is a very fun game so um, that's a good one to play if you haven't played it and you're not too weirded out by the morbidity of playing a game about a worldwide pandemic right now um it's a good cooperative game as well obviously cool settlers of Catan is a good game that many people like and if you have a little bit more of a morbid sense of humor which dan kind of does i just learned about this new game so if you don't have it it might be hard to get but it's called trial by trolley which sounds kind of fun it's have you ever heard of like the trolley problem in like philosophy where it's like there's one person on this track and five people on that track which way do you go if you're the the trolley driver uh Uh, sure i mean i get the idea of it i guess so this game is called trial by trolley so it's it's a group game people it's a group it's a group game there's one conductor and the conductor changes every round but there's a conductor who has to make a choice and then there are two teams and each team has a side of the trolley and each team pulls two nice cards and so they put those nice cards down on their trolley and the nice cards are are, are some nice person or group or something so it might be like oh this is you know the first girl who's going to grow up to be the first female president or this is oh my god you know a, a group of scientists who have just discovered the cure for cancer so you draw two of those and you place them on your tracks and you're and you're trying to convince the conductor you don't want to run over my side because you're going to kill the girl that grows up to be the first president but then you draw what's called an evil card and you put the evil card on the other person's track. And so it's like a robot that's come from the future for the purpose of killing your mother or something like that. Or it's oh like my God. something and it's like, well, you really want to run over their track because are you going to let your mom die by this robot? 
and then you pick a third card that's like a modifier where it's like a a a sentence or something and it's like oh this person actually is going to be you know your true love and you fall in love with them tomorrow and you can play it on top of one of the cards that's already been played and so the the point of it is you create these really weird scenarios and you're trying to convince the person to run over the other track and not yours and it's made by the it's like kind of like cards against humanity dark humor but this sounds awesome it's i watched a like this, a review of it this and is it not on really fun it's not an app it's like a real game it's a real game but maybe there's an app version i don't know what's but it like, called trial by trolley trial by trolley huh yeah so people well, i've never heard about that that's crazy. It's new i think but it's like it gets crazy because you're just trying to convince the conductor why you, you come up with all these crazy scenarios where you're like well obviously like one of the cards that was played when i was watching it was like the evil card was it's a portal to hell that can only be closed by being run over by a trolley and so you're like oh you Jesus. gotta run over that track because are you gonna let all the demons from hell come and then the other team's like yeah but if you run over the other track then you know your mother's gonna live because it's not a person who's come back to kill your mother from the future so trial by trolley man 25 dollars at at target there you go there you go if you're brave enough to get out to target right now and you have a really dark morbid sense of humor bro when are we supposed to grocery shop like are they gonna close grocery stores and we're just stuck with whatever's in our house like rice and quinoa i think they said that like even if we go on a lockdown which is probably pretty likely they will do chicago's nuts right now yeah so i have a cousin who lives in san francisco they're already on lockdown but they can go to grocery stores and they can go to pharmacies and that's it and they can't go anywhere after midnight so damn they're like gremlins Oh, no, that's, you got to feed them by after midnight. Gotcha. It's weird, but, I mean, this is going to be life for a little while. So, I mean, I guess we make the best of it while we can. Make the best so. of it. Man, I well, I got tons of recommendations. I know we didn't get into it, but uh, I'm a I'm a TV monster. And I got so many good shows I could tell you about. Probably stuff that you're like, really? I, no, I thought I'd give it a try. Well, you should. I got options. So, maybe we save that for next time. Yeah, I think we're going to have uh, many weeks of sort of playing this week by week and i think we'll have plenty of time to talk about tv shows and disney plus this podcast could be whatever we want it to be yeah and we understand that some of you like you're big sports fans and you maybe you're coming we might get more subscribers (laughs) maybe we are going to try to if there is sporting kc news if there is mls news like we will absolutely talk about it and that will be our first and foremost priority so the only news they got now is uh just telling us that coronavirus is a thing and telling us that MLS listed us as the number one sporting Kansas City podcast, you know, things like that. Oh, uh, there you go. Pretty basic. Pretty basic. So <laughs> just slide that in there. Yeah. Hey, do what you got to do. Shameless plug. Um, they ranked them. They ranked them, not us. Normally you'd be like, <laughs> oh, you rank yourself? No, no, we didn't do it. Uh, so I don't know. We'll, we, you know, we're getting through this day by day with all of you. Who knows what the world will, world will be like a week from now? We didn't know that it would be like it is now a week ago when we last recorded. So we're just all taking this day by day. So. Yeah, man. I mean, we oh, there we go. Not not even done with this podcast. And West Virginia has its first coronavirus case. I go. jinxed them. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah. I almost was like, do we need to record at like midnight tonight and like wait as late as possible? Because by the time we record this, it might be outdated two hours from now, but that's morbidly funny. (laughs) It's so bad. So I don't know, man. It's weird. 
but stay safe everyone don't go touching people and that's another thing my mom said was like just wash your hands who wasn't washing their hands before yes mom yes wash your hands but it's a little more than that okay germs spread by a lot right sorry me and my mom are clearly fighting (laughs) (laughs) Uh, well you can social distance yourself from her for a while so goddamn right oh broke my phone broke my phone can't get a new one because i'm distancing (laughs) um but thank you guys for for bearing with us like i was saying we understand if like maybe this isn't your cup of tea right now because you really like sports but maybe this is your cup of tea because you you know really like the random rants we go on and i think sort of like uh you know, one of the radio shows I like on ESPN Radio is the Dan Lebetard show, and they always make fun of sports. And they are like, "This is kind of our lane now because we always talk about a bunch of randomness. Like, it's not always sports." And I think right. that's kind of how our podcast is too. Like, obviously, we talk about sporting KC, but we talk about a lot of other stuff too, and joke around and have fun. So there's room for us here, and we're gonna we're gonna it's try to find the best way to do it. There so. are other podcasts out there that are like, "Well, we we can't talk about anything because we don't know how to." be people we only know how to talk sports you know so uh this works for us it's actually kind of fun yeah so thank you i smell a spin a spinoff pod (laughs) thank you guys so much for bearing with us please do stay safe please do listen to the social distance guidelines it's it's not worth getting yourself or someone else sick or potentially worse uh we care about all of you we want you to to be happy and healthy and safe as we do everybody um if you have any ideas or questions or thoughts on what we should do during this time as we're all kind of trying to figure this out, feel free to let us know. Follow us on Twitter at NoOtherPod, at DanCouser, at JCMax03. Shoot us an email, NoOtherPod at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash NoOtherPod, and send us a message there. Or leave us a five-star rating and review and tell us in that review what should we talk about during this time because we're all figuring it out together. But, um, but yeah, take care of you guys. Uh, take care of yourselves. Take care of your families. Uh, be smart and uh, we'll be here next week hopefully to talk to you about who knows what but until then he's dan i'm jimmy and we'll catch y'all later see ya oh it's getting hot in here Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.